Welcome to another episode of the Leaders in Education podcast, the official podcast for the Charlevoix Emmett Intermediate School District, featuring voices in education. My name is Lauren Ringel, and I'm the Regional Implementation Team and Multi-Tiered Systems of Support Coordinator. Today, it's my pleasure to be talking with Irene Ferguson, PBIS Coordinator, Jen Carey, Middle High School PBIS Coach, and Michelle Seeley, Elementary PBIS Coach, all in addition to being teachers for East Jordan Public Schools. Welcome. Thank, Thank, you. Thank you. Yeah. So in education, as you guys know, we are tasked with implementing state mandates, evidence-based practices, curriculum resources, social and emotional resources, strategies, technology, and the list goes on and on. At the end of the day, we're really looking to continuously improve our outcomes for all students and the staff we served. Based on your experiences, what factors contribute to strong implementation of initiatives or practices and what do you, uh, or what do you feel success feels like? Well, um, in our district, our experience um, with our systems has been very positive. We've worked closely with our implementation coach from MyBlissy or MTSS in our Promoting Positive School Climate Grant. Mm -hmm. So our district began by building a district team six months prior to rolling out any of our PBIS um, initiatives to our schools. We were able to build and learn our role as a district team. And at this time, we developed the systems that were brought to us, proven through um, implementation science, mm -hmm. to be effective. Our key factor that contributes to our successful implementation is having our superintendent, our principals, representatives from both our elementary and middle high schools um, as part of our team. Having our superintendent sitting um, on our district implementation team is a significant reason for our success. So Matt is the decision maker in our district and it is so beneficial that he is part of our core team. It allows us to move forward with initiatives and clear barriers in a quick and effective manner. The successes that we have had really um, is just for us to want to be better and to find more success um, each and every month. So we want what's best for our kids, our teachers, and our community. And I think with our district implementation team, this helps us move forward. Yeah, so East Jordan Public Schools is implementing, has been implementing for quite some time, several years, PBIS, Positive Behavioral Interventions and Supports. And what's unique to East Jordan is you have that district team structure, and then you have, and it really supports your school leadership teams at each building that you have. Irene, you mentioned some of the key factors that um, that really you were able to see success in, in PBIS, um, like you really spent a lot of time in exploration and readiness and installation. Um, you took your time, your teams took your t their time to roll out what is it going to look like for East Jordan Public Schools and, and at the building levels. And then you had leadership support, which is, which is huge. And I think another thing that helped was, you know, we had been through some of this process, our building, our elementary school had done the old MyBlissy, our middle school had done it, so it was just bringing everybody on board. So I think, did we start this in 2017? Before we rolled out in 18? Yeah, district team. So yeah, yeah, yeah. we had spent almost a year working together and creating systems so yeah. that we could, when it was time to kick off our initial role, you know, our, our initial kickoff, that it was successful and, and fun. Yeah. And the other thing I would just add that we really spent a lot of time making sure that we had the buy-in, not mm. just at the district level, but back in our building level so that we knew 
that we had a diverse team that we were creating at our building levels so that when we were bringing things back and we were starting the initiative, mm-hmm. we had that buy-in of, of you know the people that didn't go to the trainings per se, they were bought into the idea mm-hmm. of PBIS so that it could really kind of help us launch it well in the buildings. Yeah, that's critical because you you wouldn't be able to move any any initiative forward without commitment from your staff because that's they're going to be the ones that are putting the practices into place with students and everybody wants things to be better right i mean yeah. you're never <clears throat> excuse me you're never like you know you're always reaching for that a or that 100 percent. so even though um, it takes a while to get there i think that was the other thing we set off in the beginning was that this is a process and we're yeah. not looking to make you know these drastic changes but it's going to be a process and we're going to look at this for three to five years and now we're at that place where we're going remember when you know yeah so, yeah yeah. That's, yeah you you getting to know your team just a little bit through our work together this year you your team really engages in systems level thinking can you just talk a little bit about like how does that how did that happen? I mean, that's a that's a skill set that's unique um, sometimes, and it's it's really it's really very cool to see your team connect the dots and and start to piece it together. So can you talk a little bit what that means to you? I, go ahead. <laughs> um, I think you know we had a good that good strong foundation when we started the dit team we had expertise from dave goff mm-hmm. and and sarah weaver mm-hmm. when they first came in and they mm-hmm. kind of helped us start from the right place yeah. they did a nice job of building our prior knowledge because we did have some experience in the past mm-hmm. with my blissy mm-hmm. um, but they they took us to the next level it had been years since any of us had engaged in that learning mm-hmm. and we very quickly could see that you know my Blissey, which is now MTSS, had expanded. Yeah. You know, they had so much more to bring to us than when we first went through it. So they, I, I would say that was our good foundation. Mm-hmm. And then we were able to go to great trainings yeah. um, that were offered fr- directly from MTSS. Mm-hmm. And now Sharm is a partner, so they mm-hmm. bring us great um, information so that, you know, from that training, we can take back to our teams and help work that systems level work so so you have training in place but your roles really are are coaching and Mm -hmm. and that is a huge component of Irene you talked about the um, implementation science that's to sustain any initiative especially one that's district-wide and crosses multi-tiers that coaching piece is integral Mm -hmm. I think we're we do a really good job as well because we continue to move forward with everything. We're not dropping anything. We're just continuing. We have a lot of systems in place, um, our effective innovation where we are, if we adopt a new textbook, it has to go through this process before it can be done. So it's not like anybody's just pulling things out. Oh, I wanna do this, I wanna do this. We're figuring out what's the best for our district and we have this system that has to be done in order for us to move forward with any new things for either implementing a new um, curriculum or deselecting something that we no longer need, that we think we no longer need. Yeah, we need and to the, use that process. That's very unique at the district level, and I've just in the limited time that I've sat in on some of your meetings, I've seen or he- heard you talk about that and and how deliberate 
your teams are in making those decisions. And that's really key because we know that there's initiative fatigue out there. There's people are tired from the pandemic and now more than ever, teachers have more on their plates and more on their shoulders than ever before. And so um, to be able to say as, as a district team and with, with Matt's support and your leadership, your leadership at the building, um, to be able to be very intentional about what you bring on and what you can handle and have capacity to do. But then it's, I think that that word deselect doesn't get used often enough in education. And it's often, you know, can feel like more and more and more and more. And so that's a really important process. And I'm glad you spoke about that. We've talked a lot about what strong systems you have and what has been in place um, to make those successful and those those core components. Have you ever had a time where there's been any initiative or you've seen things that were maybe lacking in these or poorly implemented? And if so, what impact did that have on the team or staff? Well, I think one of the things that um, was brought to us as part of the systems was a barrier removal. Mm -hmm. And you know, going through this system uh, or this process, there was a lot of things that were coming our way that we needed to figure out how we were gonna move or get through them. So um, the system of the burial removal process that they brought to us, mm -hmm. it was pretty cumbersome and it was not something that, that we felt that we used very well. Mm -hmm. So um, going through our um, data review and figuring out what was working for us and what was not working for us, we were able to um, create our own mm -hmm. um, action items log where we were able to bring things to the table that needed to get done and, and on a monthly basis make sure that those things were taken care of and didn't get buried and not taken care of. Yeah, so you, we often will use the, the phrase function over form and you really took what was meant to be the purpose of what that document was meant to do and made it your own so that it wouldn't get dropped or, or be unused, but you'd have still have a, a path to address things as they came up. Yeah, because before a meeting happens, you know, our monthly meetings that happen, Irene sends a little, you know, don't forget to fill out, <laughs> you know, fill out the pre-meeting sheet mm -hmm. and take a look at the action plan. So we're constantly, you know, reviewing that, saying, what did I say I was gonna do at that meeting, you know? And so it brings it, or sometimes we have to remind ourselves like, hey, we said we were gonna do this. Are we gonna get together and talk about that survey or whatever? So that's that's what really helps too. So there's really uh, strong structures in place for accountability. Mm -hmm. yep. mm -hmm. And it doesn't, then it doesn't feel like it's like somebody not falling down on the job. Right, it's right. everybody's chipping in. Yeah. The, mm -hmm. the systems take the pressure off, mm -hmm. but but also hold people accountable to what. Yeah. And speaking to our teams too, I know that. Um, I don't want to speak for Jen, but in my in our building at the elementary school, we have several different teams. So we have the our school wide. SLT school leadership team mm -hmm. tier one mm -hmm. and then we have a tier two three team which some people you know flow between both sure. but at, at the high school Jen has just one so mm -hmm. they're you know they're doing it all whereas we, we're trying to share you know we just have more staff I think mm -hmm. but um, so yeah I mean I think that another thing that goes really well is that Jen and I work together for 20 over 20 years in special education too so um, I think you and I hold each other accountable too mm -hmm. like 
and mm -hmm. she's always checking on me like, hey, did you do this? Or mm -hmm. when are you going to do that data review? Or did, did you schedule your TFI yet? <laughs> Not Jen. <laughs> yeah, she's on it. No, but it, I think that really helps. That that helps to be able to have have one another. Yeah. Yes. Um, and in our own district. Not. I mean, sometimes we have to reach out to people like, um, like yourself or, yeah. or Vicki, you know, or yeah. Kelly Rogers now. I mean, we still know we have those people, and I still have Sarah Weaver, and you know, yeah. like, mm -hmm. so we we have our go-to people, but um, but we can do most of our stuff right here within mm -hmm. our district because we have the team. Yes, yeah, it's really allowed you to sustain it over time. Mm -hmm. It's not not fizzled not fizzled out, and mm -hmm. you have each other's back. I know it, you made a joke about like she's always checking up on me, but <laughs> really you have each other's back when Absolutely. you're when yeah. you're cross-checking when you're making sure that there's support there and like mm -hmm. if, if something comes up you are brainstorming to see yeah. like how are you doing it at the mm -hmm. high school or how are you doing yeah. it at the yeah. elementary school and that goes back to what Irene was saying about that barrier removal or our pre-meeting she everybody has access to that yeah. so it's not like this secret thing that only a few people know and that's you know as a coach in the middle high school that's been kind of you know, how do I take what my SLT, like Michelle said, I'm, I'm, a, we have one team that does the implementation for both tiers one, two, and three, but how do we expand that work? Because that buy-in has to be in my whole building. And so we've worked over the last couple years really to expand, even though you may not be on the SLT that's meeting once a month, but every person in our building is on a committee that's supporting the initiatives that are happening. Oh, that's great. So every single person has chosen to engage in work around PBIS and the other initiatives that we're doing for, our, for the benefit of our students in our district so that's one way that we've been able to continue to move forward even you know if I think back to you know the pandemic mm -hmm. that was a that's been a struggle for everybody yes. and you know we were able to because we had systems in place we were yeah. able to look at what we were doing and say how are we going to move forward in a way that's positive but also is still keeping us on the path to be fully implementing yeah. all three levels of PBIS and we're still on that journey it, and it's going to be a forever journey yes. right that's Absolutely. so powerful the the pandemic mm -hmm. rocked yeah. everyone obviously yeah, yeah. and schools especially had to rethink everything mm -hmm. and so to that speaks oh. to your level of of commitment and and systems and accountability to each other mm -hmm. that it it withstood that and mm -hmm. that's that's huge yeah we did take a step back like when we came back because we were at the train we were at a training at the Pub Charlevoix Public Library it was a data review meeting. It was, and yeah. it was all of our team, or it was our it was our teams there, and we were getting phone calls. Like my daughter was at MSU saying, "Mom, they're going to shut school down." And I'll never forget the day that that happened. We were in Charlevoix, mm -hmm. and so, um, so yeah, just you know, it, what helped was being able to come back in the fall and say, "Okay, we've already started this, but we took a step back. We didn't jump right into tier two and tier three. Yeah. We were like, we really need to focus on our school-wide stuff because now we have kids coming back to the building who haven't been here. And now we're wearing masks, so we had to train. Yeah. You know, we had to do all the expectations yeah. on mask wearing. Yeah. Yes, we changed right. our right. We changed our um, we changed our the, kickoff. We yeah. changed how we did yeah, school. Like yeah. we we worked yeah. through that system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was a lot, but." It was a good thing that we did that because yeah. then we took a step back and said, you know, we need to really focus on this and get good at this so that 
everybody feels comfortable. So often in education, we like just keep moving forward and just like don't don't often stop to reflect and um, on what what's happened or what's going on or and you your teams are really good at using data to drive your decision making and we were just having a little pre-conversation like to be okay and Michelle you just mentioned it too to be okay with where you're at Mm -hmm. and know that there's processes in place to move you forward Mm -hmm. and you have those systems to rely on that will withstand it but also allow for the flexibility to deal with life and and whatever it's come comes at you so I think can you speak a little bit to your to your data systems and how you how you've established that flexibility um, with responding to your data so I can talk just at the building level so we we do the TFI the tiered fidelity inventory um, multiple times a year and then we also engage in data review at the building level and you know we're year four with our building teams and so we're kind of past the time where there's that installation checklist of all the things that we're supposed to do mm-hmm. that help us kind of drive our agenda every month so in our buildings now that data v- review the information from our tfi from our behavior data um, from survey. our school climate survey from our ssis which is our social emotional learning screener we take all those data pieces in create or do our data review and then from there we set goals for our building so um, that's what kind of runs what we do in our building mm-hmm. now um, and it changes and you know Michelle said you know we talk as building coaches all the time but my building isn't in the same place as her building mm-hmm. and we probably never will be because right. we're past those those first few years where we're all going to tier one classes and we're all going to tier two. Right. We're right. beyond that. And so now we, we take in that data to really drive, you know, what, what are our students showing us they need? Mm-hmm. What are the systems we have in place? Mm-hmm. What's missing? You know, do we need to spend time? My team took a year last year. And we spent a year looking for tier two interventions. Our data was showing us that we didn't have enough at tier two for our mm-hmm. students. So we researched and we called people mm-hmm. and we did, you know, Zooms with different people and we found funding to get training to send people out to, to run new interventions um, because that's what our data showed us we needed right. to do. You were re- really responsive. Yeah. To, yeah. to that and to it sounds like student needs I mean mm-hmm. what are the impacts you've seen on students through through your implementation well last week we had a walkthrough for before we do the TFI each time we have a um, for at the elementary school we have a high school teacher comes over and does a walkthrough so he has a mm. little tool he asks the kids what are the expectations and we have three responsible respectful safe and we're EJ proud and our students here earn um, EJ Proud tickets. So his questions are like, what are they? And have you earned any acknowledgements or rewards? And a hundred, this was the first time we've ever had a hundred, hundred percent. But all of our staff that were questioned, that were interviewed, so to speak, and all of our students were able to state them all. I mean, sometimes we get, sometimes they'll ask a kindergartner and they'll say, be good, you know, or they might say responsible, but then they forget the respectful or, you know, sure, whatever. Sure. And another thing that's really cool is that our, even though we have a word that's different between our two buildings, we, we're, we do focus on being EJ proud, 
Um, but when I've gone over to the high school to help with their walkthrough, some of our seventh graders will say, well, do you mean the expectations here or do you mean the expectations over there? And wow. I said, well, no, you're in this building. We yeah. want to know what your expectations yeah. are. So sometimes the responsible, respectful, safe run, rolls right off their tongue because yeah. they're used to it because mm-hmm. they, they've done it for the past four or five years. Um, but it is really neat to see them say that. And our so. difference, just for the record, is instead of respectful, yeah. we have courteous. Yeah. Oh, so we just kind of bring yeah, it to that next level at that perfect. middle high school yeah. level. But we also do um, had our walkthrough last week, which is someone from the elementary comes up to meet with our staff and students. And we also were at 100% for yeah. that as well. That's fantastic. So, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. huge. Because yeah. we know in going back to implementation science, if you hit hit like a threshold of eighty percent implemented with mm-hmm. fidelity, mm-hmm. then you're yeah. you're cooking. You and are. so yeah. yeah, you guys hit it, knocked it out of the park. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes we've had the occasional he'll come in and ask you know, he'll ask a student that's their first day and maybe we didn't teach. Oh you know, shoot. so we're like, Don't ask him. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. I mean that just goes to show you that oh we gotta get we gotta yes. make sure that we tell like you yeah, know, they need to know that we're yeah. proud here, you know. And so, That's a, yeah. a data point that speaks for itself. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah. It is phenomenal to talk with the three of you, and I, I see it doesn't come through in the podcast, but there's sparks in, in all three of your eyes when you when you talk about systems and we talk about what the impact is has been for your staff and for your students. It has been an absolute pre- pleasure to talk with you today. Did I miss anything that you want to highlight for folks? I just wanted to say that, you know, it's 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 helpful to have, like when we said we can reach out to people, but through MTSS, we're constantly trying to be better. And so we have, I have a team in our building right now that's working on trauma-informed practices at the Tier 1 level. So mm-hmm. last night we had, oh, I'm sorry, not last night, but Monday night we had our second of three um, or three sessions True. and it's yeah. just really it's just really cool and what's really neat about that what speaks volumes about us is that we were the only school in the state that jumped on that wow. only one so we yeah. have two presenters from MTSS who and they have you know our undivided attention mm-hmm. and we have theirs but um, it's just really cool and so yeah. recognizing that that trauma is is a big part of you know we hear that word a lot and that we just need to trauma I'm learning this we need to trauma assume not just be mm-hmm. trauma informed but yeah. you know everybody is experiencing something and so it's really cool that we're doing that and then Irene um, has come up with a PD with pals so we're always trying to through MTSS we're having you want to talk about that like I just week? put it out yeah. so we could get more um, of our teachers to yeah. sign up for the MTSS courses. So I put out a PD with pals so we could get together and do it together, have dinner yeah. at the same yeah. time yeah. Cool. at school and just yeah. make it really fun and inviting and yeah. able to have some dialogue while we're doing it. Yeah, so we're doing that next week, more um, more, more behavior interventions in the classroom. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I think always, um, you know, just wanting to, I think, I think we do always want to be better and because we want our students to be better, mm-hmm. and so we're we're always, you know, trying to find what what will work for us. 
Yeah, and I think the other thing, too, that Michelle started with was that there is a lot of support out there. So if you're a district who's just getting going with PBIS mm -hmm. and you're listening to us talk where you're five and there's things that we've said and you're like, I have no idea what they're talking about, <laughs> don't worry about it. It is one step at a time. Mm -hmm. There is a ton of support. You know, MTSS has a tons of tons of supports that once yes. you get started with SHARM and you have someone that's made connections with you and you have that connection, they can help you get to whatever you need for your building. And you know, our building is different from your building, and I just I would encourage any district who's thinking about starting the PBIS journey to give it a go. There's lots of people in the area that you can reach out to and. I just encourage them to do it for their students and their communities. Awesome. That speaks volumes. Well, I appreciate your time again today, and um, good luck on your continued journey. You guys are awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Leaders in Education podcast. Please check out our archive for past episodes. And remember, the great thing about learning is that you never have to stop. <laughs>